Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Legal Things. Today we're talking about what a deed of separation should contain. In Singapore, a deed of separation is a legally binding written document signed by a married couple to set out their agreement to live apart from each other and proving that they have formally agreed to separate from a particular date onwards. This is because one of the reasons that the court will recognize to allow you to file for divorce is on the grounds of separation and to prove that there has been an irretrievable breakdown in the marriage on the basis of separation, you can show that you and your spouse have separated for at least three years if both of you consent to the divorce, or four years if only one of you agrees and the other does not consent to the divorce. A deed of separation can also be used to show that you and your spouse have agreed that in the event of a divorce, important ancillary matters such as custody of the child, division of the matrimonial assets, have already been agreed between the both of you. The court can then use this document as a form of guidance when deciding these ancillary issues. The deed of separation will normally contain terms such as residential arrangements for spouses if they will no longer live together, who will have custody and care and control of the children during the time of separation and in divorce should you decide to permanently split from your spouse, how the spouse without care and control of the children will have access to them, whether there should be any maintenance provided by one person to the other or the children, how the matrimonial assets between you and your spouse should be divided, for example, who will get to keep the car, monies in a joint bank account, and so on. The contents of a deed of separation are quite similar to the court order that is issued after the ancillary hearing stage of a divorce. However, unlike a court order which can be decided by a judge after hearing the party's submissions and legal arguments, you can negotiate with your spouse on the terms that should be included in the deed of separation before it is even signed. Since separation can be a precursor for filing for divorce, there are many situations in which you may find it better or even easier to separate compared to getting a divorce. For example, you may not have fulfilled three years of marriage and don't qualify to start divorce proceedings yet, or you may only want to divorce later on because getting a divorce now may have a negative impact on young children, or you and your spouse come from a strong religious background where divorce is frowned upon, or you may not have fulfilled the minimum occupancy period or MOP to sell your HDB flat yet and getting a divorce now will mean that you may not be allowed to retain your flat and may instead need to surrender your flat to HDB or you want to avoid a long and expensive contested divorce and would rather settle all these ancillary matters with your spouse as amicably as possible through a negotiated deed of separation. Under Singapore law, you don't actually need to register a deed of separation with the Registry of Deeds for the terms to be enforceable, and it's entirely up to you whether you want this deed to remain a private document between you and your spouse or to register it with the Registry of Deeds. However, if your deed of separation deals with property titles, then it should be registered with the authorities because failing to do so may mean that you cannot produce the deed in court later on as evidence of your legal ownership of the property in question later. When drafting this deed of separation, it's up to you to decide what form the deed should take, such as the terms that it must contain. Having said that, you must comply with certain formal procedural steps to have a validly executed and enforceable deed, particularly that it must be signed, sealed, and delivered. 
However, the court has the power to decide whether to disregard the terms in the deed and to then impose its own orders if it feels that it is fair and just to do so, such as where the terms of the separation have been breached. What happens if the deed of separation is breached? Since the deed is effectively a written agreement or contract, you can sue your spouse in court if he or she has breached the terms of the deed of separation. For example, if your spouse fails to pay spousal or child maintenance or provide access to your children, or where he refuses to leave this matrimonial house or home despite having agreed to do so in the deed. In such situations, the court may uphold the terms of the deed of separation, assuming the deed has been validly made, and then issue a court order directing your spouse to either provide access or leave the house as the case may be. Breaching the terms of the deed of separation may also have serious consequences later on during the actual divorce because the court can take this conduct into account in deciding the ancillary issues. For example, if you choose to intentionally breach the terms of the deed of separation, the court may choose to disregard the terms of the deed and impose what it feels is fair and correct, and this may result in the court imposing orders relating to the ancillary matters that are actually less advantages to you because it was you who had breached the deed and agreement. So, now you know. If you enjoyed listening to this and would like to hear more, subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts and follow me on TikTok and Instagram. And remember, it's not rocket science. It's just legal things.